Welcome to the rabbit hole. My name is Tom. I'm Tammy. If you're a liberal, this show is not for you. But if you want to come into the fold of things, we will gladly welcome you with open arms and let you see the way. Make up your own mind. Welcome to the rabbit hole. It is 7.31 p.m. Mountain Time. We are in Casper, Wyoming. Part of our great American heartland that we have here. My name is Tom. And this is my beautiful wife, Tammy. Say hi, beautiful. I already did. Hi. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, the two big things that we're going to cover today is Biden's speech, as painful as it is that, you know, we listen to it, we know it's full of BS. But in order to break it down, we have to do this. What date was that speech? Uh, I don't remember what date his speech was. Let me take a look. But two days ago, which would be July 13th, is when this speech was gone out. Where was it? And it was over in Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love. No, I grew up closer. I can say that. So let's let's dabble into it. He he starts trying to pull at your heartstrings. You know, talking about the daughter who voted in memory of her dad died of COVID, which is sad. But you know, I don't know if that's true or not. It's the Democrat, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, he said, American Americans of every background voted. The Democratic threshold is. Li- is liberty, and without it, any without with it, anything is possible. Without it, nothing, nothing. First stop, Joe. We're a republic. We've always been a republic. This democracy that you speak of is one step away from socialism. So, trying to say socialism and freedom is a lot like trying to say an honest investigation in the FBI in the same sentence. It's an oxymoron. You can't do that. Kind of like your shirt. Yeah, yeah. And for our democracy and the work, and to deliver our work for our people, it's up to all of us to protect that right. This is a test of our time. And what I'm here to talk about today, just to think about the past election, talks about a 102-year-old woman that votes. That's not uncommon. A 94-year-old woman that voted. That's not uncommon either. And then he goes... He goes on, he says, the most important vote that we've ever had. The story of we the people. We the people. But then again, if you go back to August or April 29th of this year, he said, we the people is the government. It's not you. It's not I. It is the government. All the officials in Washington, D.C. That's what he's trying to say. Because he's using the same analogy that by, that Obama used. You Americans are too stupid to do it. And so we got to think for him. So one of the things Tammy noted, he said, she says, if we're talking authoritarianism, let's talk that about. That was a quote in his speech, by the way. 
talk about going door to door for the vaccine. Uh, what does that say, honey? So anyhow, Biden said in his speech, uh, authoritarian. Okay, so I looked up the definition. If we are talking about authoritarian, let's talk about um, their campaign to go door to door to push the vaccine. Um, you know, it's all volunteer. Uh-huh, sure. Um, and then threatening uh, families and kids like the, the CEO of Make-A-Wish that says if kids aren't vaccinated even though they have leukemia and can't possibly get the vaccine because, you know, it would kill them. They're not going to get their Make-A-Wish. Kids aren't going to go back to school if they don't have the vaccine and they're 12 and over. Mm -hmm. That's a threat. That's authoritarian, isn't it? So don't talk to me about authoritarian when nope. you're pushing the agenda for authoritarian government, we the people bullcrap. And then let's also talk about the mask mandates. Let's also talk about requiring electric cars. You know, we're personally, he's pushing personal agendas. Um, it might not be Biden that might be doing the personal agendas, but I'm telling you now, somebody's pushing their own personal agenda. Uh, that's authoritarian. If I'm correct, socialism is a thought is authoritarian. Same thing. Communism is authoritarian. Same thing. Uh, it's authoritarian a, government, right? To, totalitarian government. Same mm -hmm. thing. It's all the same thing. It's just different levels of, you know, what are you going to do to the people to attain this? Oh, and does anybody know his speechwriter? Because uh, they need to go back to school. Um, if I wrote a speech like he was talking where he didn't focus on the main topic of voting and instead turned it into a racial issue, um, my professors would have flunked me. And, right it, now. and it says, and being human is being imperfect, driven by appetite and ambition for as, as much by goodness and grace. Oh, ain't that sweet of you, Joe. It's amazing you could remember them words. But some things in America should be simple and straightforward. Huh. That's what we've been trying to tell you, Joe, for a long, long time. But you just don't apparently see it. It's called the U.S. Constitution, and those should be our rights. Perhaps the most important of these things, as he goes on, he says the fundamental things, it's a right to vote. That's and, Joe. And this is where we start getting into a couple more rabbit holes. Right, so, because he goes off on a tangent instead of talking about voting. He's talking about integrity in elections. No other election has ever been held under such scrutiny, blah, blah, blah. And he's, I'm well, like, that part is true. It, that part's true. And that's true for all the good re for all the right reasons. Right. He's a, and you call out states for pe and people for utilizing their Tenth Amendment rights and them states? Talk so big that it shows that you know so little. Your ignorance is showing, Joe. And then he goes on, he said, the big lie is just that, a big lie. And Tammy noted in here, uh, what is what is the big lie? The election results or the fear that the voting requirements will change, uncovering a bigger lie? So that is the second part of this conversation. Uh, the 2020 election is not a hyperhole to suggest the most examined, hyperbole, the most examined and the fullest expression of the will of the people in the history of the nation. And it claims... Not near, uh, not meant to be taken away literally. Okay. Yeah, he uses this word over and over again, and it's a claim. The definition is the claim meant to not take anything literally. So, 
Okay, so you're throwing out this speech, but we're not supposed to take you literally. I'm confused. But instead, we continue to see the example of human nature at its worst. This is a quote from Biden. Something darker and more sinister. Non-conforming to a socialist society. That was me. That was him. In America, if you lose, you accept the results. That's, That's Biden. True. That's true. You do accept the results. Say if, quote Biden when you read Okay. This. I'm going to quote Biden and get, get to that point. So it, it, Biden says, if you lose, you accept the results, you follow the Constitution, you try again. You don't call facts fake. And you don't try to bring down the American experiment just because you're unhappy. That's not statesmanship. What experiment? The two he said American experiment. We're experiment? Isn't that an interesting word? Hmm. So fake was an expression being used well before 2020 election. So... He's blaming Trump. So we go off the tangent of the topic of voting and harp all over Trump and anybody else that was talking about fake. Okay? Well, why are you bringing that up in a voting speech? What does fake have to do with it? Unless you're trying to cover up something. Anyhow, go on. And he says, this is not statesmanship, that's selfishness. This is not democracy. It's a denial of the right to vote. Okay, Joe. First off, we are not a democracy. We are a republic. Exactly. It's important to know the difference because this little, how do you want to say, anomaly that you're using is the same thing that you guys have been pushing to get rid of the Electoral College because you know that if you have the numbers to vote, even though they're not equal, and that's what the Electoral College is to do, is to give everybody the equal vote. Well, and here's my problem with the denial of the right to vote. We're not saying we're denying people the right to vote. We're saying you need a photo ID proving who you are to vote. It's no different than getting a checking account. It's no different than getting a passport. It's no different than getting a driver's license. It's no different than buying a house. It's no different than getting a loan. You it's have no, to have an ID. It's no Good. different than going to get you know, electricity to your house. Right, you have to have cable two to forms your house. of identification, correct. You know, not, this is all common knowledge. That's, you know. So what's the big deal? I don't get the big deal. Unless there's a reason behind it. And we believe we found out what that reason is. Mm -hmm. The denial of a full and free fair election is the most un-American thing of us that can imagine. This is Joe talking again. The most undemocratic. The most unpatriotic Joe wouldn't know about patriotism. He's a, he is he's a Benedict Arnold, and yep, yet he is. <clears throat> sadly not unprecedented. And as Tammy wrote on here, it says focus on the fair. And then we go on. Joe says from denying from enslaved people full full, full citizenship, and that's what it says. F u dash 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 full. So he's already having problems conveying his message. All right. What is enslavement? and the Civil War, and denying, I don't get how that has anything to do with the topic at hand that he was supposed to be talking about, which was voting. Again, speechwriter needs to go back to school. Yeah, I mean. My professors would have chewed me up and spit me out. Yeah, I know. I mean. I would have got a C on this. If you, if, if you would have, you know, actually participated in things, Joe. I know. Then he, you know, it goes on talking about the Ku Klux Klan, which 
has uh, nothing to do with voting again. Nothing to do with voting That's again. All racial. But you know, he had an association with Robert Byrd, who was a KKK member, yeah. and said he was his uh, what his mentor is yeah. what he said. Yeah. yeah. And he said, "I just I just got back from Europe," Joe said, and speaking to the G7 and NATO, they wonder, not a joke. They wondered. They say, "Gov." They asked me, is it going to be okay, the Citadel of Democracy in the world? Is it going to be okay? What are they asking is going to be okay? What do they know that Joe doesn't know? What do they know? They know something. Otherwise, they wouldn't be asking. And he says, he goes on talking about it. He's like, time and time again, we've weathered threats and the rights to free vote, free elections, and each time we find a way to overcome. And that's what we must do today. All he, we're asking for is a photo ID. It is not the end of the world. And here, here is one of his pitfalls. Vice President Harris and I have spent our careers, this is him talking, doing this work. That's your problem, Joe, your career. Nobody wanted a career politician, and certainly nobody wanted you. Nobody wants you because, number one, you can't finish a speech without a hearing aid in there telling you exactly what to freaking say or a set of cue cards what to say because you don't know what's going on. No, because he's a politician who sticks his foot in his mouth because he's a racist. And it starts with continue, as here's what he says. And this is where we start going down the rabbit hole. And it starts with continuing to fight to pass H.R. 1 for the People Act. Now, now we go down the rabbit hole. Because we started looking, and it's like, okay, what, the, what is this H.R. 1 Act? In March of 2019, a certain Democrat from the 2nd District of Maine, I can't remember what his name is, he put this into, you know, into committee to have him pass it. So we did some reading, and right at the first, right at the very first amendment of this bill. Yeah, remember, it's out of 2019. Who was still in office then? It's almost like, dare I say, conspiracy mode, they already knew. So the first one that was initiated was on, like we said, March of 2019. It was not about a voting issue. This was about Trump, with him not releasing his tax returns and preventing him from coming back into office. It pretty much said that if you had a, had a couple of civil penalties, that it would eliminate you from coming back into office. And so it's almost like shortly about that time frame when they tried to impeach him mm -hmm. for his second time or right. third time. And they, they failed they failed miserably at it. Right. So, so it passed the House, but failed in the Senate. So now they, they can... went back to the House. So here is what the new one says. Providing the, for consideration of the bill, H.R. 1, to expand Americans' access to the ballot box, or is it, Joe, reduce the influence of big money in politics, or strengthen the big money in politics, and then ethic rules for public servants, yeah, like them. Democrats have ethics. Ethics. I've taken so many ethics. And, uh, and implement other anti-corruption measures for the purpose of fortifying our democracy. It's a republic. And law enforcement accountable for misconduct in court. What's that tell you? Improve transparency through data collection. Data collection. So basically... Improved transparency through data collection means they're allowed to snoop in your personal life. So if you are considered a domestic terrorist, you'd be going to jail. 
they're already doing it. Mm -hmm. And reform police training and policies and for other, other purposes. purposes. Now, they don't specify what them other purposes are. We haven't really got too far into this part This part of it because we got pretty enthralled in the other one. But this is nothing about what he says it's about. That was the gist of it right there. We can go into here. Explanations of waivers. I mean, you go online. on the, pretty lengthy. On the Congress, on the 117th Congress.gov, and you can look it up for yourselves because it's on there. But... Everything that Joe's talked about on this, it's a lie. He's lying. There is nothing truthful about what his real intentions are because, as Tammy, had, we had talked about this before we got on, it's a ruse. Right, but that's why they're using the race card because they know it'll deflect from the real purpose. And it's, it's everything that we figured it was going to be. But we just figured that we'd, we'd get into it, look it up. I mean, when I started when I started printing it off, Tammy says, how many is it? I says, uh, six out of 35 pages. What? That many? Yeah. He goes on. He says, there's too many things that they still don't talk about. They don't talk, they don't talk about BLM, what happened there, what they're going to do to stop it, because they're not going to, because that's their long arm of reach, you know, and... And for them doing what and they did. A deflect with racism, which should not be because there's no need for racism. People are just stupid. It is. It is. Be leery of it. I mean, if anybody's got any other information they want to add to it, there's still probably 10 more pages that we could have gone into it. And Tammy broke it down and she was doing it on the way here. Oh, by the way, Tammy pissed off a snowflake on the way here. You want to tell them about that? Oh, the lady that was taking a picture of the back of my van? Because mm -hmm. it says, we the people, not we the government. Sincerely, the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Well, we passed her up and she pulled out, whipped out her cell phone, was taking pictures of the back of my van that said that. So, I'm sure it's on Facebook somewhere. What did it say on her van? Black Lives Matter. Which is cool. That's what she wants to believe. Then that's cool. But... I didn't take a picture of that on the back of her car and put it on Facebook, but I'm sure the back of my van will be on Facebook. Oh, well. So, you know, with, with that being said, just keep Larry on it, people. We're, we're trying to stay on top of things here. We will tell you that on our ventures here, we've met much like-minded people. Surprisingly much like-minded people. Why should that surprise you? Wyoming is hardcore conservative. No, the New Mexico family. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, too. Or at least that's what they portrayed to me. We hung out. No, no, no. She knew a lot of stuff. I was really oh. surprised. Yeah, I was really surprised. Well, cool. Yeah. We hung out with them for about three hours, trying to help them out, fix their vehicle. And we were unsuccessful because yeah. we ran out of resources. But luckily, there was a couple down the road just from where they were that uh, was taking the kids over there to rest and get a nap because mom was tired and they were going to go get those tires fixed, so hopefully they made it. They're going to make it to North Dakota without a problem. God bless them. Yeah, God bless them. Good, Good luck. So, with his speech that he did, just keep this in mind: Democrats use fear, much like the communists did, and much like the Nazis did. There's really not much difference. Yeah, between and them. redirect. And it's they use the same tactics. Sololinsky. Accuse your enemy of doing something that you're already doing yourself. And we've seen that happen time and time again. It's almost like you open up the book 
And this is exactly what they're doing. There's one more comment I do want to say. Trump says, or Biden says, that the Trump supporters are worse than slave owners now. That was his spe- in his speech as well in Pennsylvania. Everything he said, as, as we expected, was a lie. We broke it down. We found everything that he said to be a lie. There was a couple grains of truth. Only a couple. And, you know, truth can be any number of things. I mean, you could say, well, I did say it was this year which would be partially the truth. And that's essentially what they're doing. They don't really tell a whole truth because if they told the whole truth, their whole agenda would be uncovered. It's Swiss cheese truth. Swiss cheese truth. Oh. that 20 times faster. And and one more thing, uh, Georgia. I think Georgia's going to blow up bigger than what Maricopa County is. Just saying. Just saying. I'll keep you guys posted. So, leaving you from beautiful Casper, Wyoming, my name is Tom. I'm Tammy. We'll talk at you all on the flip side. Bye-bye. Next time we hear you, it's going to be over in Yellowstone. Talk to you later, people. Remember, August 28th. August 28th. Mark it down. Save the date.